Cable news, noisy, boring, out of touch. That's why Salem News Channel is different. We keep you in the know. Streaming 24-7 for free. Home to the greatest collection of conservative voices like Dennis Prager, Jay Sekulow, Mike Gallagher, and more. Salem News Channel is unfiltered and unapologetic. Watch anytime, on any screen at snc.tv and local now channel 525 Woo! happy hump day it's hump day woo 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 it's hump day welcome to tonight's andrea k show and they are humping it down in miami tonight trying to get over the hump all 922 democrat uh, presidential uh, camp candidates Tonight begins the first of what is surely going to be a lot of really great comedy as we roll into the 2020 uh, presidential election. (laughs) Yeah! Um, So, I'm not so good with the jokes, but let's see. A fake Indian, a fake Hispanic, and a rat wrangler walk into a bar. I don't have a (laughs) punchline. Dum, dum, da dum, dum. Yeah, um... Yeah, so so it begins. The dueling Dems demo drama happening down in Miami. Where is the drama going to be tonight? I posted the question on Facebook today. Follow me on Twitter at Andrea K. Show. Follow me on Facebook. Those of you watching and commenting, I appreciate, as you do every night here. Now, we are going to be moving the Facebook Live broadcast to my page beginning next Monday. I will continue to give the details on that. If you're riding in your car, we are happy to have you as well. If you would like to join the show by calling in, please do so, 888-344-1170. The question I posted today on Facebook is, are you going to be watching these debates? If so, what are you looking for? What are you wanting to hear? What matters to you? To me, I'm not sure who's going, and I am recording it tonight, and I will be watching and, and pulling what I think might be some important sound bites for us besides just the inevitable comedy that's going to be coming out of this. And I'm not sure who's going to be providing the greater comedy and the greater insanity and who's going to be more annoying. I'm not sure if it's going to be the moderators or the 10 jokers on the stage tonight, but I will be uh, watching this uh, tonight when I get home because I think it's really important. On a serious tip, what we have seen come out of these candidates and what we have I've heard from them from the last few days is truly insanity. It really is. Don Jans is going to be here who wrote the book, The Road to Tyranny, to talk about it because they are competing to outmarks each other. And it's becoming increasingly important for every American out there to understand who Karl Marx was, what he was all about, the reality of what he was all about, because that is being taught to our kids in schools. We even have a Teen Vogue article that has been uh, published because there is not one area of our lives where the left is not working to indoctrinate Americans, especially our young people. And so as the Democrats tonight seek to outmarx each other, We've got to talk a little bit about that. And so Don Jans will be here a little bit later in the show. Uh, if you do want to call in, though, the man who would take your phone call, the man whose whose hair is way more on point tonight than anybody taking the stage tonight, it's DJ Carrot Sticks. You're fascinating to talk to. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. The old Cooper train. But, you know, it's interesting. I saw them getting ready for the debates. I guess they get to come go out early and kind of take the stage and see how they look. And, and mm-hmm. Buyacic was out there. And I guess he's really tall. I've never kind of seen him. I, th- I think it was him. But I noticed they had the steps out for, like, some of the other candidates. Really? That are shorter. 
Yeah, yeah. like behind the podiums, add some of those little like steps. Well, it, it couldn't be Buttigieg tonight. It's not going to. That's interesting. It might be uh, the tall guy. You might be thinking of half of these people I've never even heard of before. Uh, so let's go. Let's give the rundown. You might be talking about the Rat Wrangler because he's tall. That's Bill De Blasio. Yes, that's what I meant. Yeah, Blasio. Bill De Blasio, who got who at I think it was in Iowa or polling that was recently zero percent, zero percent. I mean, I, I can't even understand the strategy, at least when we had 16 or 17 Republicans running in 2016. Each one of them got some some support from the Republican Party. There was nobody who took the stage at a Republican debate with zero percent support from any of the voters. There's also another guy. So that's Bill de Blasio. There's an, another guy Ryan never heard of before. There's a Castro who I've never heard of. You know, now Beto O'Rourke, who also is down around 1%, he was supposed to, when he hit the stage on his skateboard, Mr. Fake fake Hispanic, because his name is Robert, by the way, who changed his name to Beto. Um, you know, uh, he changed his name. I, I'm thinking this Castro guy probably should, if anybody was going to change their name, it might should have been Castro, except that, as we're going to talk to Don Jans about later, you know, being being a commie might really get you some points these days. Yeah, I was going to say that's probably a good thing for him. Right. Uh, We've got, so I don't know if he's a real Castro or not. That remains to be seen, but he might really be touting that tonight. We've got uh, the fake cartoon character, or not cartoon character, but we've got the fake um, Spartacus Booker who's going to be there. We've got the fake Indian, of course, Focahontas. Warren is going to be there. What does that say about the Democrat Party and actually the state of the United States of America today that a woman who literally faked, pretended to be a minority for personal gain, was busted for it, and she's actually got some – people are looking at her to be like the front runner after tonight over Biden. That's a sad state for America. As as much as we like to to mock her – for her insanity that she and she actually won that seat after it was exposed that she had lied it wasn't it, it, it the story has continued and grown since then but we've known for a long time it was just recently where she finally took the the dna test but this was she was exposed as a liar and called focahontas before she actually won an election we've got beto o'rourke we've got the um <laughs> Even worse than the Democrats putting up this Focahontas woman. They got a woman taking the stage tonight that actually used her comb to eat a salad. Klobuchar. Did you know that, DJ Kirsten? So those weren't croutons in the salad? No. <laughs> oh, my. Oh, my now. Literally, Amy Klobuchar was on an airplane and used a comb after excoriating her, her staffer who brought her a salad without any utensils, whipped a comb out her purse and ate a salad with it. Was it like like one of the pick combs? I, I, no, it was like it was a hair comb. I, I don't. I, is she trying to relate to? Is that supposed to make her relate to the common man? That's kind of crazy town to me. That's the next level after they ban the straws or ban yeah. the forks. You got to use your comb. Yeah. Um, now t- uh, Tulsi Gabbard out of Hawaii. Um, you know, she's she's actually sounded reasonable on some interviews, but, you know, really, um, it, does anybody think she's going to gain any ground here? Then there's some guy, Inslee, never heard of him before, and some Delaney person I've never heard of before. Um, the guy that got booed, Delaney. Oh, was he the guy that actually came out and said that this Medicaid for all and is, is and socialism is, is a stupid way to go? 
Yeah. All, right, all right. Well, he's likely to be booed if he goes that route again. So you're booed if you say that socialism is bad. You're cheered if you're a Ted Kennedy wannaway who drove wannabe who drove drunk and left the scene of a crime. I don't. I don't remember if when Beto did that if he left a woman to die and then changed his name. He gets applauded. I guess you get applauded if you're a. Uh, no, I started to say if you're a rat wrangler out in New York City who voted to to deny people big gulps, but he's gotten zero percent. No, you're you're applauded if you uh, got a four hundred thousand dollar teaching gig at, because you've lied about being a minority. But as long as you're willing to come out and say, "Hey, you business people, you didn't build that, and those roads you're driving your your businesses on, you didn't pay for," I guess you get applauded for that. It will be interesting to see what happens out of this. I don't think that we can count anybody out, though. I don't think that we can count any of these people out because that's how deranged the Democrat Party is. And you know what? President Obama and the Democrat Party would gladly endorse any of these people. Um, so, the, But the bigger story today or equally big story today that started this morning was there is a picture going around. We are about to celebrate – not celebrate, but we are about to reach another anniversary of 9-11. And every year on 9-11 – there's uh, – I get – I show pictures of people jumping out of the World Trade Center, and I'm told that that's too inflammatory. We cannot have that picture. We can't show images of people jumping to avoid being burned to death in these Twin Towers. But today, there was a, a, a photo that went around all day of a man and his, and his child who drowned trying to cross the Rio Grande. And that image is being used, and those tragic deaths are being used – against the United States of America to try to justify not enforcing our laws. And it, it's absolutely despicable how that is being used. And as, as tragic as it is, as hard as it is, is to see that, we cannot. I thought of a quote by uh, Donald Rumsfeld back when, when a girl over in Israel went and stood in front of a tank. And, and, and actually, I think she ended up losing her life. She tried to get um, get in between a battle that was going on between Hamas in, in Palestine and Israel, and she died. And this was during the Bush administration. Donald Rumsfeld said, because they were attempting, the left was trying to blame George W. Bush for it, and he said, the people who put themselves in harm's way put themselves in harm's way. We cannot allow people. When did we become a country that doesn't uh, expect anybody to accept personal responsibility for the lives and his parents. You endanger your child in such a manner as a citizen in the United States, and you're going to go to jail. You're going to be you're going to be visited by child protective services, and you're likely going to go to jail if you do something that reckless with your child. Who is responsible ultimately for that man and his child drowning? That father. Every parent who, whether they bring a child all the way up on that dangerous trek up through Mexico from, from Central America into this country. Every one of them who pays a coyote or a child trafficker to bring their child up on that dangerous check, trek to this country. They are the ones responsible for what happens to their children. If there is any of those children today who are in this country illegally, who are in any way uncomfortable or supposedly suffering in these detention centers, who is responsible for that? First and foremost, it is the parent. But if there is anybody, and President Trump today is being blamed for those deaths, which is not only blatantly inaccurate, and it is despicable, and it is so maliciously phony, they don't care 
about these families and what's going to them. Because you know what? If there is any U.S. government official or any party or anybody related to the government of the United States of America who is responsible for those deaths, it's the Democrats. Because it has been the Democrat Party that has done everything that they could do to entice people from Central America, the poorest of the poor, to send their children. They were the ones who came up with an enticement of if you could get a child with an adult at the border, then they could stay. And there are children that are being recycled, that are being recognized four and five times by the Border Patrol because children are being used as pawns. And that's the Democrat Party. It's the Democrat Party that has funded these caravans through different organizations. It has been the Democrat Party that's set up under the Obama administration training down in Mexico on what to say when they get here. What to say so that they can seek asylum when they're here. They are literally and, and then enticing them through sanctuary city policies. Enticing them through policies like in California, legislation that says that if you are an apartment owner and own an apartment building, you're not allowed to report them to ISIS. That's an enticement. We've got California legislation here that says that if you are a business owner, you're not allowed to cooperate with ICE. We've got the mayor, the governor of the state of California and Congress people that are enticing parents to bring their kids and, and jeopardize the lives, their lives coming up on that dangerous trek by, by aiding and abetting and telling them how to avoid if they have made it here and been sent out and dispersed with work permits, EBT cards, and then sent out and told to uh, show up for asylum hearings later and then don't. Now they're on the run. And we've got the governor of California, AOC and others, giving them tips to evade capture. If DJ Carrot Sticks robs a bank and is living his life on the run with a wife and few kids, you think the Democrats are going to care if he and his family are looking over their shoulders? You think they're going to be trying to find him and give him tips on how to avoid capture? Why are we doing that for these illegals? This is insanity in this country. Somebody tweeted to me today that Ronald Reagan, a famous quote from him that says, you know, we've got to resist the urge that when somebody breaks the law in this country, that we, bl- we blame the nation and we blame the laws instead of the individuals who've broken the laws. If you care about children in this country, you will do everything that you can, as particularly as an elected official, to stop, to tell these parents, don't do this. Stay in your own country. Seek asylum somewhere else. In Mexico, where you speak the language, where you can afford to live. Because, oh, by the way, in California, the average cost of a home is $600,000. You can't afford to live here. And there will not even be enough taxpayer assistance in the United States to make your life easy. But the Democrats don't care. We got these Wayfair workers who say that they care that are protesting today for illegals to get a good night's sleep. We're going to talk about that story when we come back. We're going to take a quick break. We come back. We're going to talk about that and more. It's the Andrea K. Show. Don't go anywhere. 888-344-1170. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K-A-Y-E. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. 
Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walter's book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Hi, this is Andrea Kay from Move America Forward. The members of our military stand ready to answer our nation's call. They serve in foreign lands, in tough conditions, ready, willing, and able to fight back those who wish to harm us. They are the true defenders of our freedoms. They serve knowing that they may even give up their lives in service to their nation. And to honor our brave men and women who are serving overseas in our nation's military, take time to remember their sacrifice and thank them by continuing the time-honored tradition of sending care packages. You miss home, you miss America, you miss your family more than anything in the world. And what it means when you get these care packages, it's, it's a hug from home. It's somebody sending you something. Hey, we care about you. We miss you. We hope you're well. Care packages are ready to go. Each care package is hand-packed and individually addressed. They feature gourmet coffee, premier beef jerky, Girl Scout cookies, Oreos, M&M's, Snickers, Skittles, even personal care items. Your tax-deductible donation of $500 sends 20 soldier care packs, $250 sends 10, $100 sends 4, $50 sends 2, and an individual care pack is just $25. And when you call in, dictate a personal greeting. It just means so much when they open that care pack. It brings smiles to their faces and, yes, even tears to their eyes. Call now, toll free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. And while they last, each $100 donation earns a $20 gift certificate for Richard Walker's Pancake House with two locations in La Jolla and San Diego. Donate $500 and you and a guest can sit in on one of my upcoming shows here on The Answer San Diego. Call now, toll free, 855-787-6677. That's 855-787-6677. Or give online at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Message and data rates may apply. Individual results may vary. Exclusions apply. But hey, I'm buying a huge flat screen TV so I can finally see it without my glasses. Why not just get LASIK at the LASIK Vision Institute? That's what I'm doing. Uh, My glasses and contacts are a pain. I'd love to finally get rid of these, but who can afford LASIK? You can. Because the LASIK Vision Institute is offering dramatically low prices and an absolutely free consultation. Just text VISION11 to 350350. The LASIK Vision Institute has already performed over a million procedures. They use the latest FDA-approved LASIK technology that helps the majority of patients achieve 20-20 vision for a fraction of what others charge. Better vision, better value. The LASIK Vision Institute. Make this the year you finally get LASIK. For a free consultation plus an extra 20% discount, text VISION11 to 350350. You'll see for free if LASIK is right for you. That's VISION11 to 350350. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. You're listening to somebody who tells it like it is. Andrea K on The Answer San Diego. Welcome welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Before the break, we were talking about the despicable, heinous, just low-budget, low-down, manipulative, cynical way 
in which the left in this country has used a horrific image of a father and his daughter who drowned. Uh, there's a Daily Mail article. They drowned uh, trying to cross the Rio Grande, R- Grande River. And the truth about their, their attempt here to come into this country illegally is coming out. The Daily Mail has an article out that tells the truth. What had happened was... Before I get into the backstory of this family, the father carries the girl across the Rio Grande Grand River, sa- safely deposits her on the other side. He goes back to get his wife, and then the, the little girl followed him into the river. And then he was unable to pick her up and get her back across safely before they drowned. They got swept up together. But here's the truth about Oscar Alberto. Uh, uh, still sad, but the reality is this. Oscar Alberto Martinez Ramirez and his daughter... Um, left El Salvador on April 3rd and spent two months in a migrant camp in southern Mexico awaiting news of their asylum request to the U.S. before they decided to take a bus to the border on Sunday to try to speed up their case. When they arrived, the consulate was closed, but they also learned they were far down on a list of hundreds of migrants in line for interviews, so they decided to make the crossing illegally rather than wait. Who's to blame here? Uh... In addition to this, this is a family who was not callously turned coldly away, who had fled violence and oppression. Uh, they were not turned away at all. They just were impatient. They didn't want to wait. Well, you know what? Do you know that the average person who comes illegally into this country as an immigrant waits, what, 13 years? You got tired of waiting a couple months, did you? And this is President Trump's fault? Oscar, and, and here's where it gets worse, because they, we, our asylum process has been completely bastardized. It's supposed to be for those fleeing persecution. Oscar wasn't fleeing persecution. He worked at a Papa John's restaurant where he was earning $350 a month. His wife was a waitress at a Chinese restaurant. That sounds like half the people working in San Diego struggling to make a living here. She had quit her job. Their plan was, so then, yeah, they started struggling even more. Uh, Their plan was to spend a few years in America and save up enough money to eventually return to El Salvador and uh, build a house there. That is nobody who had, it has any business trying to come into the United States. They're not asylum seekers. There are billions of people around this world suffering far more economically under far worse conditions in their homeland than this man was with his family. It is tr- I am horrified for the child that she was put through this kind of suffering. But it happened not as a result of Trump and his recklessness and his disregard for life. It was her parents. But do you think it matters to uh, the liberals out there? No. Because what they want is, as Elizabeth Warren is probably talking about tonight, they want to, quote, decriminalize coming into this country illegally. Translation, they want open borders. There are millions of people right now living in Central America. If we don't stop the Oscar uh, Ramirez's of the world trying to bring their families here just to, to, just to siphon off the American dream from American taxpayers and other immigrants who want to come into this country legally. If we don't stop that, we won't have a country left. But it doesn't matter to the Democrats. So, um, and of course, you know, it wasn't that long ago where the Democrats were saying that this was a manufactured crisis. Remember when President Trump, when we had a government shutdown? Oh, it's a manufactured crisis. Well, if, 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 no, it's a real crisis. But it was manufactured by the Democrats. Who enticed them here and everything that I already described before the break, enticing them here with uh, EBT cards that are handed to them at the border. They're given they're given tax uh, numbers that they can use to get tax breaks from the government. They're given EBT cards. They're sent to sanctuary cities. They're given work permits. Uh, enticed from uh, we've got Governor Newsom who wants to give them all free health care. They're given in-state tuition. I mean, there's all the d- different ways that they're enticed to be here. 
So because of the enticements, because of the caravans, we have too many that we can keep as they're processed for asylum. So then instead of the Democrats funding and coming up with money to house them, they're being detained in detention centers. And now the left is trying, because they want open borders, has mischaracterized them to the disrespect of Holocaust survivors and Jews calling them concentration camps. Well, uh, they are here in this country illegally. So, no, they do not deserve to be just sent around en masse, continue to have them uh, put out into American society. They, we have the right to detain people who've broken the law. So there are nonprofit organizations, though, that are trying to help house these people. So uh, one of which put an order into Wayfair. Who remembers who Wayfair is? I've never ordered anything from them. I might now because I like kind of how this company has responded. So Wayfair is an online um, retailer. Wayfair, we've got just what you need. So they received an order from a nonprofit organization that's helping to house uh, the migrants who are seeking asylum. They placed a $200,000 order for beds. Well, the employees... These employees from Boston are so outraged that they threatened a boycott. They said to their employer uh, that they were disheartened to learn that they were going to um, they were going to place this order, and that you know it's um, not uh, they they want the leadership. It's some kind of nonsense here that they want the the. Wayfair to act in accordance with their values. And uh, we believe that the current actions of the United States and their contractors do not represent an ethical business partnership. Wayfair should choose to be a part of. Well, who are you to do? You're an employee, man. You kidding me? You don't believe you. This is so typical of Democrats. So typical of Democrats. These Democrats, these little workers who did not in, in risk one dime of their own money, one dime of uh, risk their own money, assume any risk legally, don't assume, in, don't assume any of the liabilities, don't bear any of the burdens of running this business. No, but they feel entitled, these employees, to dictate the terms to a company that's employing them. In general, Democrats feel completely entitled to force businesses to produce something That a business doesn't want to produce, like a cake. And they also feel entitled to dictate to a business that they shouldn't produce something because they don't like a customer. This is what we're dealing with in this country. Now, Wayfair issued a statement and said, you know, we appreciate, you know, having an employee base, you know, that has divert importance of respecting diversity of thought within our organization. You know, people are allowed to think what they want, but if I was a business and I'm employing you, Your job is to show up and perform the duties that you're supposed to perform every day in order to earn the paycheck. Otherwise, you want to walk out, the door will be locked, and you won't be able to get back in. You're allowed to have whatever thoughts you want, but when you're you're on the workday, on my dime being paid, you're going to do what I expect you to do, or you're going to be fired. That's what what Wayfair should be doing. They're holding a gun to the employer's head and telling them we're not going to produce. How in the world would that? I, 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 I don't know what's going to happen. I, I, I guess Wayfair is going to keep these people employed, but I wouldn't. Would you, DG Carrot Sticks? No. You got to, I mean, if, if your job is to make these products or, and, and fill out the orders, you got to do it. Well, yeah. Because, I mean, what if the next thing they, they don't want to fill something about, I don't know, some other political thing or some people they don't like or whatever? Well, are going to dictate over the owner of the business right. who gets served and well, who doesn't? Right. 
they feel like they've got the right to force to tell, uh, uh, you know, a cake baker or a um, stationery store or whatever, people that have said they don't want to participate in a gay wedding because it's against their religious freedoms or the little sisters of the poor being forced to give, you know, provide contraceptives. Democrats feel completely entitled to dictate to businesses that you must do business with this customer. And now they feel entitled to dictate to businesses who they're not allowed to do business with. This is bad, too, because it sets precedent. Because next thing you'll see some other workers, yeah, some other company. Let's do what Wayfair did, you know. Let's stop making whatever, or stop filling orders for, you know, no more Make America Great hats or whatever. Right. Well, we're going to talk to Don Jans in a minute and talk about where this is coming from. This is all Marxist commie stuff, feeling like we should own the means of our labor. No, you need to be grateful that you're able to show up at a place every day, perform a task in order to get some money out of it, so that you can eat. And how stupid, by the way, DJ Carrot Sticks. So what's the solution here? You care so much about these kids, you want to leave them sleeping on what, a bale of hay? Sleeping on some rocks all night long? This is insane. Oh, they don't want any profits to go towards this. Hey, the profits, you numbskulls, are what's keeping you employed. It doesn't even make sense. It's insane. And that's why we got to talk about this with Don Jans on the other side of the break. Stay tuned. We're Andrea K. Show coming up. Want more Andrea K? Follow her on Twitter at Andrea K Show and like her Facebook page at Andrea K, spelled K A Y E. Statistics have shown that at some point you will die. In fact, I could die during this commercial. Now that I have your attention, this is tax and estate planning attorney Rod Hatley of the Hatley Law Group. Because life happens, it makes sense to have an estate plan in place much the same way you probably have life insurance to provide for your family. An estate plan is a set of instructions for how you want your assets to be passed on in a way that works for you and your loved ones. For a free consultation, give me a call at 858-792-3444, 858-792-3444. I can't wait to help protect your family's legacy. The goal of your small business is to make money. So why do you give so much of it to the IRS? The small business tax specialists at AV Arias offer proven, proactive, performance-driven strategies so you keep more of your hard-earned money and give less to the IRS. Call Al Arias at AV Arias Company, your small business tax specialists. 619-296-2123. 619-296-2123. Online at avariasco.com. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. Imagine doing one thing that gives you an entirely different perspective about your place in the world. Think it would be worth it? Dennis Prager here inviting you to join me for a 10-day Stand with Israel tour. A tour through the land of Israel in December 2019. Come with me to get first-hand insight into Israel's fascinating past and promising future. Walk the ancient temple steps, sail on the Sea of Galilee, and so many more unforgettable moments. Return home inspired, renewed, and empowered if you've ever dreamed of seeing Israel, this is your opportunity with expert guides and important lectures at key sites. We'll be together in the comfort and safety of luxurious accommodations the whole time. Join me for a life-changing adventure to give you a renewed sense of purpose. An extraordinary adventure to Israel can be yours. Join the Stand with Israel tour with Dennis Prager and Mike Gallagher happening December 2nd through the 11th, 2019. Learn more today at TheAnswerSanDiego.com. That's TheAnswerSanDiego.com. Sungarden Terrace, license number 374-603-437. Jim was looking for a place for his mom, Francis, in the El Cajon, La Mesa, Spring Valley area. When I walked into Sungarden Terrace, I sensed a real homey feel 
that I liked that was uh, just right up her alley, I thought. I, the vibrations were so good. Since Jim found Sun Garden Terrace, he gets to visit just about every day. And the price was certainly very reasonable and competitive compared to all of the other facilities that I had checked out. Sun Garden Terrace customizes individual care and activities based on the unique aspects and abilities of your loved one. You're invited to take a tour, see the renovation of their welcoming memory care wing, and join them for lunch. Visit SunGardenTerrace.com or call 619-464-CARE. Sun Garden Terrace, because there's such a lot of living to do. 619-464-CARE. Can you believe it? Since the Fed announced that they're not going to raise rates till at least 2020, we're back in the threes on a home mortgage. You heard it right. We're back in the threes. Hi, I'm Ken Tyler, president of Right Choice Mortgage. Let's get you back in the threes on a 30-year mortgage. We're a privately owned direct lender, which allows us to create products that nobody else has. Check these out. One day at a BK short seller foreclosure, starting in the threes. Mortgages for the self-employed, starting in the threes. Or how about getting cash out on your investment properties so you can buy another one, starting in the fours. Specialty loans go all the way up to $25 million, so bring them big and small. Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. 833-886-FUND. Rates starting in the threes and fours on a 30-year mortgage? Call Sergio, my top agent, at 833-886-3863. That's 833-886-FUND. Retroate Mortgage is licensed by the VRE 01943736 and MLF Moment 32583 and is an equal opportunity lender. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, she's on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K. Show. Glad to have you all here with me. Going to read a couple comments here on Facebook Live. Uh, we were just talking about before the break about Wayfair and these numbskull employees. I had more sense when I was 12 years old than these people. We're, we're going to walk out on the job and protest that some nonprofit organization dropped a $200,000 order. You know, I had enough sense to not bite the hand that fed me when I was 12. You know, but this is how arrogant these these Democrats are. A couple of comments here on Facebook Megan says, um, uh, Megan Slattery says, and people wonder why American companies go overseas because these because uh, those people who want to work. Yeah. Uh, Jeff Holtman says it's a dicey situation for sure for a company to be placed in. I don't know, Jeff. I don't think it's that dicey. I think you tell people you're here to do a job and either you do it or you skedaddle and, and you're fired. Um uh, Jeff also says they walk out like it's high school. That's exactly what we're dealing with here. We're dealing with a mindset of infantile kids and they were coming out of indoctrination centers, uh, the schools that have been shoving Marxism on them and as well as anti-Americanism and anti-capitalism and corporations are nothing but greed heads and business owners are greed heads. And, um, you can see the fact you can see the, um, the result of that tonight, when we have 10 Democrats, I'm not listening to it, but most of them up there are spewing Marxism tonight. They're trying to out-Marx each other. Joining me now to discuss this is our Marxist expert, resident-in-chief. It's Don Jans who wrote the book, The Road to Tyranny. Hey, Don, welcome back to the show. Thank you so much, Andrea. I am listening to that um, the, uh, so-called debate. What did and, and, you hear it's, so far? It's sad. It's sad. Well, what have you heard so far in terms of are they trying to outmarks each other? What's happening? Give us a give us like a, a one minute, two minute summary. So, so far, so far, um, universal health care for everybody because it's because everybody has a right to health care. Um, 
free free um, uh, education for everybody because everybody has a right to education. Uh, minimum wages because everybody has a right to a livable wage. Um, it just it, it's, it just goes on and on. We hear about all of these things, and we never hear about how are we going to innovate, how are we going to progress, how are we going to have a vibrant economy. But never we never ever forget people that. The whole idea behind Karl Marx's philosophy is that we don't have a vibrant economy. Marx's, Marx said, you never want your economy to grow faster than the rate of population. Because the minute it grows faster than the rate of population, then you have people accumulating money and you get back into the capitalistic system. The whole thrust of Marxism is everybody lives at a very very low lifestyle. Well, they're not being honest uh, with uh, America as to the reality the, uh, of what Marxism is, how it has failed everywhere. They, they've it, the Republican Party has failed at explaining the truth, what Marxism is, how it's failed everywhere, the historical realities of it, as well as then countering it with the benefits of capitalism. We've done a really lousy job. And you know what? Everything that the the Democrats are getting away with a lot of this and have pushed this culture, pushed America towards wanting this, um, because you know what? It sounds free, sounds so great on a bumper sticker. And and you've got a right to this. It it sounds so great because you know what? Socialism and Marxism, whatever iteration, whatever form appeals to the worst of human nature and capitalism appeals to the best. And you know what? It's a lot harder to sell opportunity. It's a lot harder to sell ambition. It's a lot harder to sell hard work than it is to sell people that, Hey, when you show up, when you haven't, you haven't developed any skills of your own, you haven't developed any work ethic. You haven't invested anything in this business. You're not assuming any of the risk of the money, any of the legalities, risks, any, anything whatsoever, the risk, but you're more important than the business owner, that's the mindset that Americans have today. And that's being pushed on our kids. There's a Teen Vogue article uh, that says, who is Karl Marx? Meet the anti-capitalist scholar. And oh, the man, the meme, the legend, literally what they say here. It's like, uh, you know, it's like he's as yummy as, uh, you know, um, Tom, what's his name? The quarterback for New England Patriots. What's his Brady? name? Tom Brady. Yeah, I mean, and then if you read this article, what they've actually included some interviews with some instructors at uh, high school and college level, and the it's the most cynical, most manipulative propaganda that's being taught to kids in our school systems as well as in this article about how, oh, this spurred the Marxist movement, spurred social revolutions in all these different countries. It doesn't tell them it's resulted in, what, 100 million people dying? Yes, and, 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 and poverty for all. The other thing, it, 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 told, it, 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 painted, it painted a total, total misconception of who Karl Marx was. Karl Marx was an extremely greedy, mean person. I'm going to say that again. Karl Marx was an extremely greedy, mean person. He took his family and they lived in in, in total, total poverty. Three of his kids died because of poverty, because he wouldn't go out and work. He begged his friend, um, Frederick Engels, for money. When Frederick Engels' girlfriend died, a long, long, long time girlfriend died, he wrote to his so-called friend Karl Marx and said, 
um, she died, and I'm, I'm devastated. And he wrote back and said, you haven't sent the money. Oh, by the way, I'm sorry. Yeah. That's who Karl Marx was. And that is representative of what Marxism is all about. It is the politics of greed. It is the politics of envy. It rewards the worst of human nature, which is I don't want to, I don't want to have to take the risk. I don't want to have to do the work. I don't want to have to do what somebody does to become a doctor. I don't want to have to study my butt off in junior high and high school. I don't want to have to do well in the MCATs. I don't want to have to go into school and do nothing social, social wise, no girlfriend, no fun and study, 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 come out pre-med with hundreds a thousand dollars in debt then i got to get into med school then i get no sleep for multiple years and then i come out and i got to go and become go into my residency my internship and then i've got to start a business where i've got to pay hundreds of thousands of dollars a year to fight off litigious lawsuits against myself while i'm trying to uh you know have have a business and being a doctor is a business you do not have the right to go into nordstrom and take a suit off the rack or close out of the rack and walk out the store why do you think you have the right to go into a doctor's office and have him perform his services on you. But the, but so, and, and it's the same thing whether we're talking about college it, we are fought, or the livable wage argument. It's appealing to people who are lazy, envious, greedy, and don't want to have to do the hard work. And not one of these people who walked out today on Wayfair no, it has a clue about what went into starting that business, the sacrifices that are made by business owners in this country, that while you're out there partying at on Friday nights, it's the business owner who's still at work, probably laying awake all night trying to figure out how he's going to make his payroll. Yes, and and this is another perfect example of why this so-called collectivism, socialism, this what the Democrats are proposing for us all, it fails. It fails because it requires government planning. It says that government's going to tell people what they should produce. Well, here's the problem. And if you're listening to the debate, you're hearing all of these idealistic solutions. They want to produce what they think we should have, not what we want. Right. Consequently, we don't buy what they think we should have. We buy what we want. And that's why you get every centralized um, system. You have big surpluses of things they think people want, and you have nothing, or they think people should have, and you have nothing of what people want. It, 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 Andrea, it cannot succeed. It, it, every aspect of socialism wreaks failure. It every reeks, aspect of it. Every, and that's why we, our asylum laws, getting back to the top story of the night of immigration, our asylum laws are, are meant to be for people leaving persecution and systems of persecution. And who, has, who, who have those systems been? Why have we had... What has been the main political system of oppression and persecution that has caused people to leave their countries and try to flee here? It has been communism. It has been Marxism. That with people during the USSR, Olympians, whenever around the world, were always trying to look for a way that they could escape the, the Soviet Union. We've got we had the main asylum law that if somebody could get here from Cuba and get a toe on our soil, they could they could uh, have automatic asylum into this country. Not for poor people who want to come here. It has never worked anywhere. It has failed it is nothing but the redistribution of misery to everybody and it and it's astounding to me that the republican party has allowed this mindset and this ideology to take yeah. root with the american people yeah. final thought don jans we got to go it's it's this, this this socialism is staring us right in the face venezuela and it's the very country that one of the leading socialists 
and he's leading, he's leading in the polls, Bernie Sanders said. Venezuela is living the American dream more than America. Yet. Wow. Yeah, I didn't know it was the American dream to, to have to eat your dog. We're dog lovers here in America. They are fle- yeah, they are fleeing Venezuela into other countries. And we've got a huge um, humanitarian package of money that we've offered up. I think it's like $400 million to try to help uh, the families who are fleeing to provide medical care because parents are trying to get out of there because there's no medicine for their kids. There's no food. If you care about kids... If you care about families like the left is pretending that they do, then they would not be up there at this Democrat debate tonight trying to push an ideology that's going to result in nothing but misery and and poverty and death and destruction and despair. And that's the reality. One more quick thought. Final thought. One more quick thought. If you listen to what is going on in this stage right now tonight, it is the same thing Hugo Chavez promised. It's the same thing Castro promised. It's the same thing Mao promised. It's the same thing Hitler promised. It's the same thing Stalin promised. It's the same thing Lenin promised. And it all comes from what Marx professed. Yes, absolutely. And Don Jans wrote a book about it called The Road to Tyranny. Don, thank you for being here. I appreciate it. Thank you so much. All right, now stay tuned. we got a little bit more to talk about on the other side of the break. Guess who's decided to come back out again and prop up? Miss E. Jean is not my lover. We got to talk about that. Yeah, that story didn't go away. We're going to talk about that and more on the Andrea K. Show coming up. Be sure to follow Andrea K. on Twitter at Andrea K. Show and follow her on Facebook and like her fan page at Andrea K. Spelled K A Y E. Many of us know how high school today is not the same as the high school in the 60s and 70s. Pressure to achieve, the competitiveness, the anxiety to fit in, and the loneliness has made being a teenager a pretty tough job today. In Bob Walters' book, Facing Reality in American Education, he looks at ways to help young people understand how amazing they really are, for students to discover their gifts and talents, to excel and be all they can be. I'm sure you agree. Purchase your copy of Facing Reality in American Education today at Amazon.com. You don't know what you don't know. Your assets don't have to be paid off to need an estate plan. Andrea Kay here. Recently recognized top San Diego attorney Rod Hatley is honest, fair, caring, and has helped so many of my friends. It's in Rod's heart to help others avoid what he experienced firsthand, a costly, devastating seven-year probate after his father's death. Don't let your assets, paid off or not, go to probate. For your free consultation, contact Rod through his website, HatleyLawGroup.com. That's H-A-T-L-E-Y LawGroup.com. HatleyLawGroup.com. FM 96.1. AM 1170. The Answer. There might be danger lurking inside your electrical panel, and you might not even know it. Hi, I'm Romo, field manager at ER Electric. In the last 20 years of working in the field, I've met many homeowners unaware of the potential hazards that exist in their electrical system. A simple electrical panel inspection tune-up can be the solution to save you a lot of trouble, inconvenience, and money. Don't risk putting your family and house in danger. If you're experiencing flickering or dimming lights, partial power, or high electrical bills, you could have an outdated electrical system. ER Electric is offering you a free electrical panel tune up inspection when you call us at 858-877-8229 call us now and schedule your appointment and i will personally take your call 858-877-8229 at er electric we put the safety of your family and home ahead of profits call now 858-877-8229 or visit erelectricsd.com this is jerry boyer of town hall finance for townhall.com 
The Supreme Court has decided that a cross memorializing the fallen of World War I can remain. As important as the ruling is, the count might be even more so. The court voted 7-2, to two, with Sotomayor and the aging Ruth Bader Ginsburg voting against allowing the stone monument in Maryland to remain. Let's be clear. Writing for the majority, Justice Alito argued that tearing down this cross would not be an act of religious neutrality. It would be an act of anti-religious destruction. No sensible person thinks for a moment that allowing that cross to stand is an endorsement of Christianity. It was a beautiful tribute honoring the service and sacrifice of the fallen. Justice Ginsburg has become a left-wing folk hero of sorts. She wanted to tear down a cross which the mothers of the fallen erected a century ago. Thank goodness her voice was in the minority opinion. I'm Jerry Boyer. The Pepperdine School of Public Policy. Learn more at publicpolicy.pepperdine.edu. Bill Holland with the answer on Wall Street. Stocks narrowly higher most of the day, encouraged by the China talk hopes. Two days left, however, and the market's up over 16%. So Friday's report card day positions, well, they're pretty much locked in place. Now that means few changes will be made before the next week. Thin bids, low volume, the potential for a July melt-up summer rally certainly gaining strength. The China trade talks the catalyst. They appear 90% complete. Negotiations resume tomorrow, and there's a leaders' summit scheduled for Saturday. Further tariffs are deferred for now, but still threatened. So the art of the deal unfolds. Oil prices up 2.5% to 59.30. Sanctions hammering Iran. So the deal is working there as well, as well as a three-year high inventory drawdown. Fed Chief Powell may talk tough, but the Treasury 10 up 5 at only 2.06 still sees rate cut in July. And uh, interesting coming month of July. But first, we have to get there to Holland with the answer on the day on Wall Street. FM 96.1 AM 1170. The answer. AK, Dynamite and Address, or just Andrea K. Whatever you call her, don't call her fake news. It's the Andrea K Show on The Answer San Diego. Welcome back to tonight's Andrea K Show. Okay, so um, a Hillary Clinton supporter and buddy came out with some allegation. I guess she was supposed to be some writer, E. Jean Carroll. I had never heard of her before. So she comes out the other day with this allegation that Trump attacked her in a dressing room. You know, this man ran for office in 2016. You're, you're, why now? You know, this, this, it, it, it did, the, the story she told sounded absolutely insane and crazy. It doesn't make sense that she would have waited she was a writer. This it's it smacked a Kavanaugh. It's like you, this supposedly happened twenty something years ago. And oh, by the way, he ran for office in twenty sixteen. There were other allegations. We've had the whole Stormy Daniels thing happening, but you decide now you're going to come forward. I mean, he, immediately there was nobody, including Michael. I, I actually wondered, did you know? Would Michael Avenatti even believe this kook? That's how bad it was. And I thought, well, maybe he put her up. You know, is Michael Avenatti trying to scrounge up some money to pay for his legal defense? Is that where he came up with this woman? I mean, immediately there was like nobody who gave it any credibility, right? And then to make matters worse, then she goes on Anderson Cooper. Which the word rape carries so many sexual connotations. This was not, this was not sexual. It just, it, it hurt. It just, what, it just, you know. Well, I think most people think of rape as a, I mean, it is a violent assault. It is not. I think most people rape. think of rape as being sexy. Mm. <laughs> Let's take a short break. Think uh, of the fantasies. Yeah. yeah. Um, 
You know, I I, I think it, it, in, in in cartoon land, if that was put into a cartoon, you would have let's cut to a break and you would have seen his, uh, Anderson Cooper's chair spinning around in a puff of smoke. I mean, you couldn't get out there fast enough. You know, I mean, here they thought they had it. They thought they had another. They thought they had another Michael Avenatti kind of story that was going to take down Trump going into twenty twenty. And this woman's talking about raping sexy. I mean, immediately. I mean, they should have been. Where's the butterfly nets? I mean, this that is what. She's That's insane. Rocco, and then he even asked, "Can you stay after the break?" And she goes, "Oh, oh, sure. You're you're fascinating. Yeah. To talk to. She. Like, I mean, weirdo. it's she's weird. She's uh, she's mentally unhinged. So you know, she's so bad that she almost deserves sympathy in that moment. Except that no person should ever utter the words, male or female, that people think of rape as sexy. That's disturbing, okay? Immediately, she should nobody should have uttered her again in any way, given her any credibility, right? I mean, that just stands to be. Oh, except Mitt Romney. Mitt Romney and Joni Ernst came out saying, after that Anderson Cooper interview, after that, Mitt Romney and Joni Ernst have come out and said that there needs to be an investigation of her, of, of her claims. This is what we're dealing with. You, you voters of Utah, you voters of Utah, pu- put this man into Congress Mitt Romney, who has no business being there. This was a man who did everything that he could could to help get Barack Obama reelected in 2012 after he after Barack Obama ignored the warnings of a terrorist attack, ignored the 400 request of our U.S. people, staffers there begging for increased security. No, Obama left them to die. Four Americans did die. Romney didn't do anything to hold Obama accountable for that, gave up on it because he blew it in one, in one debate, and basically did everything he could. He was, he was like McCain in 08, did everything he could to help Obama get elected. And yet this man is doing everything that he can do to try to undermine and delegitimize our president who was free and fairly elected. Shame on you, Utah voters, for putting this man into office. I've got more respect for Bob Mueller than I do for Mitt Romney. I have more respect for James Comey than I do Mitt Romney. That's how low I think of him. And Joni Ernst, by the way. Miss uh, Pig Squealer. Didn't she do some campaign ad talking about uh, rounding up pigs? Anyway, um, we've got a local news story that I don't know if you've heard of, DJ Carrot Sticks. Um, Former KUSI news anchor Sandra Moss has filed a $10 million lawsuit against uh, KUSI, I guess the, the McKinnon organization, claiming discrimination under the California Equity, uh, I guess it's called the California Equity Legislation or Equity Act. Um, I'm not, I, I, this one's torn. I mean, clearly when she she found out back a few years ago that her counterpart was being paid $90,000 more per year than she was. If I'm her and I find out a guy who's co- co-anchoring with me, is that there's that much of a gap, yeah, I'm going to go in and ask for a raise. But I, I, I'm squeamish about the notion that any business has to be told that they have to pay people equally because I don't think there is ever such a thing as, as, as two equal people, whether they're anchors of, of a TV station or what. I think that people bring individual – I do I think she should have I – uh, I don't think there should have been that much of a gap. But I don't like this notion that because you weren't, weren't paid as much as somebody else or that you automatically – are supposed to be paid the same exact amount as somebody else because there's different skill sets. There's different things that you bring to the table. It, um, I see every once in a while on, on job listings, they, they say salary is on DOA, the, 
depending on experience. Right. So maybe the other guy was been in it for eight more years or 10 years longer or right. something. Who knows? And in TV, there's something called a Q rating to where, you know, there there could be that the viewers just preferred him over her and that she really didn't have the ratings. She, she what her and what she was bringing to the table really wasn't attracting the viewers. I don't know. I don't know the situation. Um, so I'm, but so I'm kind of torn because I don't blame her for going in and asking for m- more money. If what she's saying when she went and tried to renegotiate, and she did renegotiate in 2018, it just wasn't as much as she wanted. So they did pony up. See, so it's gonna be a hard time for her to show discrimination unless they go through other records and show that all the women at that station did less than the men. Good point. So anyway, hey, we're gonna be right back here tomorrow night, 6 p.m. Pacific time. Have a great night. Come on.